From Potomac Fund Management, this is the Conquer Risk Podcast. Join us as we discuss the business of running an RIA firm and the practice of investment management. And now, our hosts. Welcome to the Conquer Risk Podcast. My name is Manish Kata, and with me this week, I have Jeff Goodnow. <laughs> I was typing my year-end letter the other day, and usually at the end of the year, we do a recap of the accomplishments during the year, and then we look forward to things that uh, we want to accomplish in the new year. And, uh, you know, part of our push for video here is to stop typing up things. So uh, <laughs> you and I were on the call the other day and said, let's just record this. Let's yeah. just record this. It's, yeah. it's easier for us. I don't feel like typing and editing. And so that's what we're going to do. We are going to start with... Uh, quickly, uh, the 2020 accomplishments, because it's been quite a year for us, uh, and then dive into 2021 goals uh, for our financial advisors that, that work with us. What do we want to push out that's going to benefit them uh, in their practice? Sounds good to you? Sounds like a plan, Stan. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to take the first two here for 2020, because these are uh, something that, that I personally spearheaded. Uh, the first yeah. is the uh, complete recoding of our system. So we're a quant shop. We use um, algorithms. And a lot of that was coded in old uh, programming language, as well as, believe it or not, some some Excel um, spreadsheets, which still work incredibly well. However, we have made the push over the last year or two to, to put that all into an updated coding language. And we've chosen Ami Broker, which has their own uh, code language called AFL. This has been incredibly helpful because we can now test faster. Um, we can do data uh, analytics faster and, and, and push out things. So, you know, a great example is, you know, if, if you have a volume indicator that takes, you know, five day moving average, for example, you know, let's say you want to test four or six, you know, historically it can be done. It just took a long time. So this puts, it just puts a lot more um, power, you know, in, in the engine. And so we're really excited about, but having the, that increase and we're going to continue to iterate on it and, and, and bring in, um, you know, outside folks to help program new uh, new systems and help tweak and test them. So that, that's been huge for us. Yeah, uh, I, I want to I wanna throw something in there, too, because I think it's funny, right? We're all, we've always spoken about being open and transparent and so forth. And, and with some advisors, if it's appropriate, like we'll share, you know, systems and, and show them what we're actually doing. And that was part of the impetus, too. I mean, it sounds it sounds somewhat vain, but it's like just because it worked, it, it looked like crap. <laughs> you know, showing somebody yeah, an was, Excel spreadsheet as a, as a... Right, as a professional money manager, and you whip out an Excel spreadsheet, they look at you like, "What? What? What decade did you start this in?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, that—that's. I know. I I'll disagree <laughs> with you on that one. I know from your. I mean, I still think Excel. You can do ninety-nine percent of everything yeah. in Excel. So, but but either way, yeah, it's the visual aspect of it, and and, and showing advisors the the details and whatnot uh, are are much better yeah. now in in this upgraded program. Um, uh, along those lines, we did launch a suite of affiliated mutual funds earlier in the year that will be used in some of our strategies. And that was also a huge win. Uh, you know, what we were going up against is being able to deliver uh, consistently across brokerages, platforms. Um, and, and this solves a lot of problems because, you know, you don't have to worry about different share classes and cutoffs and, and uh, you know, 
it also allows you for intraday trading, which is huge. Most advisors don't realize this, but there's very few platforms that allow for intraday trading. Most, you place the right. trade and the next day it reconciles and you're done, you can move on. And you know, with the addition of the, the, the new indicator systems and, and how we're testing, you know, we can really take advantage of a lot of intraday th um, activity that we weren't able to, to really do before. And so right. it's, it, it was a huge accomplishment for us uh, as a small firm to put that out there and deliver a consistent experience uh, across, uh, across different uh, platforms and brokerage, custodians, et cetera. Uh, what, uh, uh, so with that being said, what, what do you have for the, the two major accomplishments? Yeah, so they, these are, are are definitely tied together uh, with the the affiliated fund concept and and some of that. Uh, you know, first is of course we launched the Union UMA. That that was a big big deal for us because for so many years we talked to advisors and and you know our statement and our mindset was look not we realize not everybody's going to want to be a hundred percent Potomac. And then the solution is also what else should we do or how should we do it? And, you know, we just sort of do the shrug shoulder thing. Like, I, I, I don't know. We didn't have an answer. And so now we do. And and it's it, it's not for everybody. You know, we're pretty select. But uh, the, the ability to, to, you know, to have that capability of multiple strategists and, uh, you know, have more than just Potomac and help the smaller advisors that aren't getting any love, uh, you know, be able to excel and, and offer that uh, Ritz-Carlton kind of service. So... You know, well, that, can I, that's, can I, I want to interrupt you one thing yeah. because I, I know it's, you know, on the surface, you can say, hey, we launched this platform. Uh, but, you know, the, the inside, the internal changes that have to be made <laughs> in terms of doing the due diligence yeah. on managers, getting their trades, being able to execute the sleeve trading. I mean, there's a laundry list of things that we all contributed to. And, and so it sounds so simple when I hear it coming out of your mouth, um, <laughs> yeah. but but we know internally. I mean, it, it, it was a it's a huge it's a business model change. We we literally changed the business model midstream uh, to offer these services. Yeah, it's uh it, when I when I say it as quick as I did, it's almost like seeing the last hundred yards of a marathon and everybody's sprinting, and you're like, wow, how do they go that fast? Well, uh, look, and we, we <laughs> you also, didn't see the twenty three miles. Yeah. Exactly. Also, we promised each other 2020 would be quick and we're already. Yeah, I know. All right. So uh, so I'll be quick on the next one. Right. We we have added, you know, 30. Well, we went 31 years without distribution uh, anywhere. It was you had to do direct business. And now we've got uh, we're out there. Our, some of our models are out there on six different TAMPs, three different model marketplaces, uh, one retirement platform. And and we've got my goodness, I counted. I've got a list now of 40 different other platforms, whether they be TAMPs or Model Marketplace or Retirement, etc., where we are looking to uh, add distribution. So, so that's something that just wasn't available. It's why a lot of advisors never saw Potomac until the last year or so. And we're, t we're taking yeah, we're, we're taking the, the page out of uh, uh, Coca Cola. You yep. know, if if there's a fridge, Coca Cola wants shelf space, and we want to be able to offer our services to advisors on your home field, and you know, rather than come direct. You know, we've made the decision to open it up and, and put it everywhere. And, and you choose as an advisor uh, where you want to access it. Um, and so th those are huge accomplishments. We could probably have another, you know, 60 minute conversation <laughs> on, on what we did. We're, if you can't tell, we're yeah. extremely proud of, of what we accomplished at a small, as a small team. Yeah. Um, but we're also even more excited for what we have in store for 2021. Uh, now, look, it's quite impossible to predict what you're gonna uh, <laughs> what you're gonna do over the next 12 months, right? Imagine if you did this last December. And um, however, at the same time, 
you know, we want to lay down some concrete pillars that we're going to try to uh, to accomplish. So with that being yeah. said, what's the first thing that comes to mind for, for 2021? Yeah, definitely for the, for uh, from uh, the Union UMA perspective, for those advisors that are using our, our TAMP, right? We've got about, uh, you know, 18 or 20 different uh, strategists there. That's something that definitely needs to continue to expand. We want to, you know, want to add a few more select opportunities there. Um, and that's something that just, it just takes time and effort, right? To do the due diligence and, and, and bring that around and the the fun part about it and this is where i really find some joy uh, myself is just you know it's easy to go look at the great big names right and yes we've got some of those and you have to have those but uh at the same time it's really fun to find some of these smaller shops that are much like we were for many years where we didn't have distribution or we're just starting to go down that path and bring some names that are unique right i mean nothing says boring like you're an advisor and this the, the you strat you automatically commoditize your own business if you're only using you know the great big huge names because everybody else is also using those great big huge names how about you bring something smaller to the table something that that brings some extra value there and and you are creating a niche in and of that ent entire environment so that's fun for me and that's where we're going to continue to expand throughout 2021 yeah, absolutely. And and you're going to take the lead on that and and, yep. and spread that out. Like we're not in a rush to ever Correct. Uh, have a laundry list. You know, each quarter you will evaluate, work <laughs> with us, the investment committee, and try to figure out what we're going to put forward. Yeah, you um, know, Manish, I, I have to add this. I, I said I had an advisor the other day say, well, I mean, I, what do you, how many do you want to have? I mean, you got, you know, 500. I mean, they just kind of, I don't know, they pulled that out of their butt, whatever they you know, said, said 500. And I, I said, well, look, I'm going to tell you right now with the due diligence I've done in, in, in the past, if I see 500 firms, I can tell you 450 of them suck. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, we don't need to have 500 or a thousand names. We need to have 40 or 50 really good quality providers. And, and we'll be able to, to, you know, do that pretty easily. Well, I mean, we had this quick talk the other day where I think giving people a thousand names is doing a disservice to advisors because at, at some point you have to keep people from themselves. And Absolutely. the temptation to, to chase performance because, you know, of some shit coin SMA that, that is up 700 percent, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it doesn't do you any good. You know, take a step back, keep it simple uh, and, and, and keep the list manageable. Yeah. With that being said, what yeah. we're excited about now is is the SMA portal. Now, for those people that don't know, there's model delivery where you know every client is traded the same in that specific model, and then there's these customized SMAs where, for example, if someone has you know 50% concentrated position from a company that they bought 30 years ago and they don't want to sell, and you need some you know dancing around the taxes. Um, you can bring in an SMA model. And currently we have the capability. However, we go out and sign separate agreements with these SMAs. It's a separate account. Um, and what we are going to do now in 2021, this is on the, on the I hate the road roadmap. Uh, the, it's on the, it's in the future build. That's even worse. Uh, is um, there's gonna be an SMA portal built within our platform, which means if you have a million dollar client, and you want to have half a million in models, but the other half a million in specialized SMAs, you can do that all within the same account. Um, now, obviously, assuming it's all taxable, it would all be sleeved, and you see them side by side. And I think that's pretty powerful because for those larger clients that want that customization, you know, 
model delivery really isn't as custom to to the client's specific um, tax needs or concentrated position needs, et cetera. And so that that's something that we're going to be able to deliver. Right. And and just to make sure everybody's on the same page, right? Because sometimes some of the lingo we, we use gets used in multiple fashions throughout our industry, right? Think of high concentrated stock positions. That would be a great reason for an SMA. Think about a muni bond portfolio for a high net worth client that has high income, uh, but, but wants that you know, once that particular service, right? The custom bond allocation. And those are just a couple of samples where a true custom portfolio built for that specific client makes a lot of sense. It's not for everybody, but it's nice to know that that capability exists. Correct. And if, if direct indexing, I, I'm not still a believer of direct indexing right now, but you could see that in the future. We want to make sure mm -hmm. that we have the tools in place right. uh, uh, for those people uh, that want to take advantage of it. So, Moving on, one of the big things that we have discussed back and forth is distribution of content. And, and, yeah, and let's discuss that, right? Because we have a lot of advisors we work with, some direct through the Union UMA, some through uh, other platforms where they're only interested in our strategies. And we put out a lot of content. And it seems like it's just a ton of emails that, that go to different people. And they're targeted. We have those capabilities. But we want to design a community portal where different advisors can come in. They get custom information sent to them based on their needs. And it's a community. So one advisor can maybe share their models with someone else. We can put out the top 10 models. Uh, you and I can easily hop on camera and record a market update, whatever it may be. And it sounds stupid, like here's another tool, um, but we think that this is going to be unique uh, to the TAMP space and also to the um, advisor space in terms of um, pushing this content through this portal. Now, we're having a really tough time uh, finding one uh, that we can you know, make sure it, it, it builds right into our platform, but that is on the docket as a huge Q1 uh, yeah. uh, build that we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, definitely sooner than later. Uh, because we've got good good content, good information to pass on, but we understand what it's like to be on the other side where you're getting, you know, look, if you got 10 email a month from every vendor that you use, it, it would be, you know, basically borderline insanity. So trying to simplify this process and let you get, get each advisor what they need. And then our, yeah, the managers that we're working with can then come in, post mm -hmm. their content, and there's just a hub. And it sounds so simple. Like, why hasn't this you know, <laughs> been out there before? Um, and, and maybe some, some folks have this, but we're, we're trying to go a step further and, and really um, you know, make this a great experience for, right. for advisors with us. So uh, you know, earlier in the podcast, we talked about how you know, I, we would typically write this year-end letter, and now we're recording it. <laughs> and so one of the big things that we are going to continue to stress, which I think we've done a really good job at in 2020, is video, video, video. Um, you know, we want to push out as much video content as possible. Um, no one wants to read anymore. It's just much more engaging to have the video, even internally. You know, I was going to send out a, an update that we're starting a, a Potomac book club uh, where we're going to, you know, send out a book and, you know, anyway, you know, the definition of book club. And, you know, as I'm typing, I'm like, what, why am I doing this internally? You know, let's just send out that video. Uh, and you've, you've obviously been on the, on the forefront here of, of pushing yeah. out video. So you're, you're no stranger to this. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely. It's uh it's one of those things. And I'm, I've mentioned this before, right. It's the difference between, uh, 
you know what what used to be in person and face to face being the same thing now i differentiate them and face to face can happen through a zoom meeting or through soapbox or through some other tools um whereas you know now in person is actually in person which frankly doesn't happen anymore uh you know we're we're not quite there yet as a society through the pandemic and all that bs that uh you know we have to be cautious and safe and and well, respect listen, everybody's needs so it's not just marketing, right? And that's what I think what's important here. Like what, what we're trying to do is let's say you send a message to our back office and say, listen, how do I figure out the percentage breakdown of the managers in my client account? Well, there's a couple ways to respond to that. You can just respond typing, go here, go here, or we can shoot an email, uh, a video yep. response, sharing your screen, showing them exactly where to go. Bingo. And so that's what we're trying to double down on. Explainers, um, money management questions. If you have any questions about certain um, allocations and trades, you know, it's, uh, you just hop on the video and, and show exactly what happened and when it happened. So that's what we're going to double down on across the board, not just marketing. It's easy to do the marketing videos. Everyone does that. But also explainers, tutorials, um, the ins and outs of, of uh, the infrastructure behind uh, Potomac. Yeah, that's a good point because we, you know, have uh, have somewhat easily. I think I said it right, Ritz Carlton Service. I know you mentioned that in in a, a, a podcast the other day with uh, you were doing with another firm. And I mean, think about this: when you you're looking for the ice machine at the hotel, you're at Ritz Carlton, and you stop one of their people. Do you think they're going to say, "Well, actually, if you pull it up on your app, there's a little map that you can click on, and it'll take you, it'll direct you there." No, they're going to walk your ass right all the way to the ice machine. Doesn't matter what they're doing. And that's what video allows us to do. It, it's, it, it enables us to take that next step. And it's not just that one time. You actually now have the video. So if you forget three months later, you already have the answer right there. And you can walk through seeing the steps to get there. Correct. And then all that stuff, all that stuff will be in the portal as well, right? Right. And all that so, stuff, yeah. And so we're happy to physically walk, you know, be on a, an exact, a, a real call and, and, you know, do a Zoom or whatever and, and do that. But it's also sometimes, look, you, you don't, you as an advisor don't always want to have a 20 minute diatribe and walk through, right? You, you want the answer. Okay, here, here's the answer. And it's now there for posterity's sake. You can use it as many times as you need to. So, yeah, we You're just right. think it's Absolutely. a cool way to provide excellent service. Yep. And so lastly, uh, uh, I was joking the other day with someone. Uh, I don't know if you saw the the, the COVID stimulus bill, uh, 2021 and 2022. Uh, meals and entertainment are going to be 100% deductible. And so I was joking with someone else. That first conference hotel uh, bar bill is going to be ridiculous. <laughs> and so yeah. um, with that being said, you know, we, you know, we've always had this <clears throat> annual conference. Now, we took off a year for a lot of reasons. And then we were, uh, this year we were scheduled for May in Pittsburgh and um, that got canceled obviously because of COVID. So we quickly, once we kind of uh, saw that, you know, the vaccine was around the corner, uh, we jumped on booking next September 24th for our annual conference in Pittsburgh. Uh, this is going to be the, the biggest and best conference we've had. Uh, we're going to have folks from the Union UMA. Yep. Uh, people who are using us directly and also people from platforms. So we're going to pull out all the stops for this one. Pittsburgh's a gorgeous city. If you haven't been, um, we'll send out all the all the language and things you need to know. But it's it's definitely back on. And, and that's uh, <laughs> I, I know I know everyone has conferences, but honestly, for a firm of eight, once again, to pull off this, 
it, it is it deserves to be on this list as a, of a as a twenty twenty one. Absolutely, absolutely, yep. and and this is this is something that it is it is always really exciting to get. You know those that are are super engaged with us and 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 being great partners together uh, in that environment as a small firm, right? It's uh it's always an exciting a great time to to get everybody together. So so I just noticed that you um you didn't put any recommendations. You want to talk uh, about oh, any, what do you yeah, got yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah, I got one. Yeah, so uh, recommendation. I think this is one that uh, yeah, my son finally. It's like I'm a Star Wars geek, uh, admittedly, but I are just, you really? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, well, you got to just Christopher. Yeah, well, so yeah, you got to consider Star Wars came out when I was like seven, eight years old. So I mean, that was you know just mind blowing the concept, and and so I've always kept up on all of that and, and enjoy watching so those. Star Wars didn't come out in 1940. <laughs> Kiss my lily white butt. Um, no, so uh, so the Mandalorian is on Disney Plus now. Oh, and you know you listen that you can't make a recommendation on. Something I have to. You should have done years ago. Okay. I know, but all hey, right, there are others like I've been busy, man. So I finally got around to watching it. My son kept telling me I would love it, and um, Baby Yoda is just cute as crap. So. So, you know, uh, no, it's good. It's a good flick. If you're a Star Wars junkie, you'll absolutely dig it. If you wait, did you already. did you finish season two or? I'm I've got uh, I think I have two episodes left. So okay, I haven't. So I have. So I finished season one. I have not done season two yet. Yeah. So uh, so basically, my son said. I think he summed it up pretty well. He's like, season one is a lot of sort of laying the groundwork. You know, a lot of the plot work. It's not quite as fast. Season two really gets up and going. Um, but the reality is, like when Disney Plus first came out. I, I subscribed, and for like two months, I was watching all the Star Wars stuff. That's all that I wanted from it, right? I, I got all my... I watched some of them multiple times and just hadn't gotten to Mandalorian. I was like, okay, whatever. And I, I unsubscribed because I, I don't watch much of the other Disney stuff. I don't have little kids anymore, and I, yeah, I know you you live on Disney+, Plus, I'm sure. So anyway, I, find, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check back in, do Disney+, Plus, and kick out Mandalorian. And it, yeah, it definitely was worth it. So that that's my cool. story, man. yeah. It's no, it's. I can only take it a quarter at a time in terms of Star Wars and all that. You got to space it out, you know. But uh, but anyway, you gotta, with uh, you got to space I, I, it out, really. Yeah, that was the ding ding. Um, anyway, I uh, <laughs> my recommendation this week is a show called The Morning Show on um, Apple TV or Apple is that Plus, good? whatever they call it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like I, I never. I signed up for Apple because of Ted Lasso from a recommendation I yes. got from something. Yes, that I was awesome. Ted Lasso, I'm like, yeah, I'm paying for this. What else is here? And so The Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I think Steve Carell's, that's his name, is also in it as well. Yes. It, it's, it's a phenomenal show. We really enjoyed it. Um, definitely, it's, we binged it in a couple of nights. Uh, and so we're looking forward to season two. But it, it's, a, it's a show worth watching. And I'm really stuck. This Apple Plus thing is really cool because I pay for Apple Music. And for another, like, 10 bucks, you get the show, cloud storage, whatever. And so, you know, I'm kind of getting sucked into that ecosystem even more. But um, great, great show. All right. Well, hey, on that on that note, I'm gonna. This is the season opener, so I'm gonna give you yet another recommendation. You thought my Mandalorian was weak. You gotta check, and I, I think you'd dig this too. Check out Tehran. That's one of the Apple Plus series. Oh yeah, it's only I had one that, series. Yeah. It is, and the 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 opening music alone is just like hypnotic. But it is it is actually I think a really good um, thriller. I guess that's what you'd call it—a drama thriller. Cool. Um, so yeah. yeah, it's a different flavor. Something—it's just—it's totally different than anything else I've seen. I totally dig it. My wife thought I was nuts, but I don't care. So there you cool. go. Two recommendations. What a season opener. 
Well, listen, uh, folks, YouTube, uh, we we are pushing that. That's Absolutely. We're going to have all our videos housed um, as in the past, but we're pushing a little bit more. Go subscribe there um, and uh, check out uh, the latest from us. Other than that, cheers to um, you know being done with 2020 and, and here's to an, an awesome 2021. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks. All opinions expressed by podcast guests are solely their own and do not reflect the opinions of Potomac Fund Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Potomac Fund Management may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.